0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome to episode number three of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight.
1: And I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Stacy Hanrahan.
0: Okay, well, first of all... Welcome to the podcast. I'm
1: excited. Yeah,
0: you know, you've had some stuff going on. Uh, The first week there was talk that maybe you and I might do it, but for those folks that don't know, a little behind the curtain stuff here, Stacey wears more than one hat here at CBS 21. She's not only one of our meteorologists, but she's also... The
1: assistant news director. Assistant
0: news director, which is like kind of a strange thing for us in the weather team because like technically, and I guess it's not even like (laughs) technically, like... You're my boss. That's weird.
1: Yeah, but
0: it's strange.
1: I, I mean, a little bit, but we're also friends. Well, see, so I that's think it makes it a little bit different. It's not like you know, over the producers and the editors, yes. where there's kind of more of a formal thing. Right. There. I always we've known look at it for a long time.
0: Yes, it's like when when we're together in like a weather capacity. I don't. I don't. No offense. No. I don't look at you as the boss. I look at you as just like a teammate on the weather team um but As you know you should. right but you know when i need a day off when I need to come groveling, right. right? Exactly, or maybe explain something I did, something like that. Then I kind of okay. Stacy's got her boss hat on now. You know what I mean? So, but yeah.
1: But think about it this way: because of our friendship, and right. because of our uh, being a part of a team as meteorologists, that actually helps you because I can't say no to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I can't really like. Okay. I don't really want to get you in trouble. Right. That Let, kind let's of
0: rewind thing. the tape. Stacy just said, "I can't say <laughs> no to you." Oh no. Okay, so let's talk about Holly days next year and right. the week off that I'm going to have between December and January December 25th and January 1st cuz since you can't say no to me. All right. At <laughs> any rate, uh, we want to jump right into it here uh, this time around. We're going to talk a little bit about the big weather story from this past week without question. Were the snow squalls right. and the snow squalls that uh, came across Pennsylvania and uh, uh, very unfortunate Um, Big snow squall came right across busy Interstate 80, right near busy Route 15, and caused uh, over a 40-car pileup. And unfortunately, uh, two folks actually lost their lives as a result of uh, a snow squall. And uh, it's just such an unfortunate situation. You did a story Uh, last year, I believe, for our winter weather preview about the National Weather Service and how they're taking on snow squalls now. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so the National Weather Service has recognized how dangerous these snow squalls can be and so you know they have all kinds of alerts they have all kinds of watches and warnings and advisories and we talk about those all the time but what they never had was any kind of alert system for snow squalls when they come through and they come through so fast yeah uh and you know they're here and then they're gone and they and they cause that kind of damage especially on on highways um have you ever been
0: in one? No. Well, I was in one, not one that to, you know caused total whiteout conditions where I completely just lost, you know. I guess they say that you, you – not only do you not even understand that you're moving forward, but you don't even really know where you're at or where you're going. You, total discombobulation, for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah, I was in one – <sighs> ironically, when I was filling in doing weather for our sister station, Wolf, up in Wilkesbury Scranton. Oh, okay. And I had decided, stupidly, because obviously I knew what the weather was going to be that day, but yeah. I had decided, because I was doing a Saturday night and a Sunday night, and I decided I wanted to drive home. My son was young at the time. I wanted to spend part of the day with him because they only have a 10 o'clock news. So I would drive back up to Wilkesbury, you know, yeah. Saturday night, drove home Sunday morning. As I'm driving back up, it's about 5 o'clock, I probably was, you know, c- passing over I-80, you yeah. know, and I kid you not have never been so afraid in my life. Mm. Everything they say about it, how you cannot see a thing, yeah. you can't tell how fast you're going. Mm. All of a sudden there was a tractor trailer in front of you or behind you. Where the heck is that thing now? And you don't know what to do because yeah. do you pull over? I mean, you literally are just like... Jesus, take the wheel.
0: Yeah, you just blinded. Yes. It's yeah, yeah, it's you can't see out any window. Right. Nothing, zero visibility, and and that's why we see uh, every time that we see uh, these the snow squalls get kicked up if they cross over a major interstate. Invariably, there's like a, a big pileup, especially if they happen you know, during the middle of the week. Right, you know, weekday that type of thing when there's all kinds of traffic on the highways. Obviously, this is a busy time for travel in general. That type of thing. You know, one thing I wanted to get into is folks may not understand, you know, what exactly causes snow squalls. And at least for here in Pennsylvania and why we see them across the northern tier of PA, a little bit more so than here in central Pennsylvania, is because they get generated off the lakes. Right. And it's kind of a a byproduct of lake effect snow. Mm -hmm. And lake effect snow is the direct result of you've got warm air, I should say cold air, that's passing over warm water in Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, along the Great Lakes. And it, it's really, it's not like a snow system that works its way across the country or anything like that. It is a just a result of uh, that air that's passing over warm water, right. and it just cranks up the snow.
1: Right, and relatively warm, obviously, like, yeah. <laughs> through the well, air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because people always say, what do you mean the water's warm? Yeah, It's not warm in December. Right. Uh, and then, so what you do is you add those winds into yeah. it, and they you know, they just come blowing these blinding snows. And yeah, pretty. If you're sitting in your house, yeah. no problem. But if you're driving a vehicle on a highway, yeah. it's beyond dangerous. And getting back to the National Weather Service, that's right. why they recognize that they need to have something in place to warn people and the best thing that they could do would partner with places like PennDOT, where PennDOT has signs on the highways, so this way, when they know one is imminent, and it comes on that fast, it's almost like the urgency of a tornado. If you think about yeah, it that it really way, is. you know you need to get the message out immediately. And how how do you do it? Well, we do it. They do it with uh, partners, with PennDOT, uh, radio partners, television partners. But especially when you're in a car, it's very important mm-hmm. to get it out. Um, uh, alerts on your phone. So maybe your phone will ding. You might see the message on a PennDOT sign on the highway. And honestly, if you see that sign, I know just because I've been in it before. And yeah. honest to God, if you it's going to take being in one probably for you because you're you're busy. What if you're, Oh, I got to go pick up my kid. I can't be late. It'll It'll be be fine. I I don't see anything in the sky right now. Right. Next time I'm pulling off, no matter
0: what. Well, it's kind of like you, you mentioned, like uh, a tornado. You know, I think a lot of times we we're under tornado watch, okay, and people will just kind of go about their business. You know, by and large, saying, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna happen here. Right. It's not gonna happen to me. It's not gonna happen on the road that I'm driving across. Um, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I, th- I guess Pendot is still. I guess there were some issues with folks not getting alerts on their phone, like they're not quite totally there yet.
1: Right. And we actually, when the warning was out the other day, we even had an issue with our system here. Right. Through the system that we use, it was not triggering Triggering, to go on television. Okay. So, So I know that it was like an, an overall problem yeah. um, that they were having getting the message out. Yeah,
0: and it's something that's relatively new that they've that, they've that they've that they're rolling out, and right. they will obviously get better and better Absolutely. at it as as things you know move forward. Uh, best advice, really, that I think we can give to anybody if you know if you are hearing us because we spent. Two days talking about the potential for snow squalls. Right. You know, not just here, but ac- across the entire state. It, when you start hearing your local meteorologist or you start picking up on it on radio or your whatever, on your phone, whatever, you start hearing folks talk about snow squalls. Take it seriously. Right. Um, because they can often, oftentimes have just absolutely disastrous results. And we saw that this week.
1: Yeah. And those pictures, you know, they... Networks, all the net, all the major networks were yeah. playing uh, video and and showing photos of of the pileup, and yeah, those are it's just scary. Yeah, it it is
0: scary, and it's something that uh, I remember we had a snow squall warning. I want to say it was like last February, um, maybe twice a winter kind of give or take so it's not not like this is it's not common this isn't going to something you got to look out for every other week during the winter but when you start hearing us talk about snow spalls take it seriously maybe delay your travel a little bit Uh, certainly have a way to get those alerts and it's just kind of a you know put your weather antenna up a little bit and make sure you're kind of locked into what's going on before you decide to drive across the state on i-80 or the turnpike or something along those lines
1: well for example what i did the other night because they were still coming we saw the potential in the evening after I got off work right. and uh, normally I go straight home and mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately get to bed, yeah. but had to go to Target with my son and instead of taking the highway, which is by far the fastest way sure. to get there, I went ahead and took the back roads. I went ahead and went up Lingolstown Road. Smoking like a true yeah. meteorologist. I, I, well, way to go. Because, yeah. honestly, because yeah. I've been through it, so I, I so I, I, know the fear and how my heart was up in yeah. my throat right. and also because I had my kid in the car. Absolutely. I think you're. I think when you have your child in your car, you're a little bit more protective. Sure. If it was just me, it was like, ah, whatever, my life yeah. Um, but you know, it was because, yeah, you can get a snow swall obviously on a on a side road, right? But you're going 20, 30 miles per hour. You're not going hour. 60, miles per, not going 60 right. miles per hour. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> so that was, uh, we wanted to just kind of review back and what the, uh, the big weather phenomenon and story was this past week. Now we're going to look a little bit ahead. And uh, obviously, we've been kind of giving away the answer a little bit here over the last uh, <laughs> week or so. But you know folks still even even uh today stacy i had people on my facebook page arguing back and forth about the merits or the pros and the cons of <laughs> a white christmas right. and there are people that are you know they're so disappointed and there are other people that couldn't be happier Hello, that we're not yeah, <laughs> that we're not going to have a white christmas and and i get both sides of the argument i you know if you're if you don't have any big travel plans And, you know, kids are already off school anyway. It's not that disruptive to your routine. And maybe your family doesn't live that far away. How cool to have, like, a little bit of snow falling Christmas. But, you know, it can also be, you know, so disruptive to any kind of plans you may have to travel. Or grandma and grandpa want to come over. Or maybe they're driving up from Maryland. You know, a white Christmas can be romantic. But that can also put the kibosh on a lot of plans.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I have, you know, parents... Up in their you know seventies, and they're yeah. driving from Pittsburgh to D.C. this weekend, and I I absolutely don't want them driving in snow, especially over yeah. the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Yeah, so,
0: and you know. and you want the family to be together, right. and you know you want it's nice. It'd be nice if you had a white Christmas, but everybody was safe and sound and that type of thing. But you really you can't have it both ways. So yes uh looking forward to uh next week we're just we're not going to have a white christmas it's just, it's not going to happen you know? i ain't putting any money down on it no we're close enough now um that uh i i can say with you know there i always say there are no absolutes with weather there just aren't okay nope. um this is about as locked in as it gets though <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> it's about a 99% chance that we will not have a white christmas
1: well here's the other thing i can correct me if i'm wrong but i do believe that technically a white Christmas means either snow right. falling from the sky or an inch of snow on the ground. Yeah, so you it know, could have snowed on the 24th right. or that, the 23rd.
0: And that's, a, that's another great debate that people have. People sometimes say, well, it was a white Christmas because it snowed on the 21st and we had four inches of snow and it was cold enough. And I, in my brain, I I kind of go, well, wait a minute. That <laughs> snow has been around for four days. It's kind of brown by now. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? It's all like dirty looking. And it's uh, like, I, I, for me, a white Christmas, like maybe the 23rd, but more like some snow on the 24th or the 25th. I mean, that's just
1: in my brain.
0: Yeah. I don't know the technical definition, but that's the way I think of it.
1: And I will say as much as, And everybody knows how much I hate snow. But when I think back to my childhood, Mm -hmm. the one Christmas that stands out the most, because we used to do... I grew up in Pittsburgh, and they did the the luminaria on the streets where you have the bag with the candles, and everybody would do it in our neighborhood. Sure, yeah. And... We would drive around on, I think it was Christmas Eve. My father would take us out, my sisters, and we would drive around the neighborhood to look at the Christmas lights. Yeah. That was the whole thing, right? So I can vividly remember the one Christmas that there was snow on the ground mm-hmm. and it was a full moon. And it, I remember like, just jumping for joy, saying, oh, you know, it looks yeah. like it's daylight out, you right, know, right, right. <laughs> and, yeah. and just love it. So that yeah. memory is ingrained in my brain. Sure. I don't know why I hate snow, but I yeah. mean, but that, that day was great.
0: Well, it, you know, hey, it, it, it was snow around the holidays, and it, right. it really sticks out in your mind, and that's probably why you remember it so right. much, because it happened uh, during Christmas. But you actually looked up and and this is something, and every year people go, oh, we're going to have a white Christmas. Are we going to have, and, and we understand that, but it really doesn't happen around here all that often. I think it's a little bit of a myth that we have a white Christmas here as often as people think we do, because you looked up some stats and.
1: Right. We historically here in the Harrisburg area only have an 18% chance. Right. Of having or seeing a white Christmas. Right.
0: That's actually, I think, having at least an inch of snow on the ground.
1: right? Which is very low. I mean, you really have to get, if you're getting up to like, you know, a 70% or higher, you really need to be in the Rocky Mountains. Right. (laughs) You know, in Colorado. Yeah. You know, those areas in the West uh, to see a white Christmas. And that's why they they include the inch of snow on the ground Mm -hmm. because it... You know, they have a very high probability of having white Christmas, whether it's falling from the air or not. Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: You mentioned thinking back to past Christmases, and um, I remember the record uh, here in Harrisburg for Central Pennsylvania for Christmas Day is 8 inches back in 2002. Reason I remember is because I was working here at the station then. (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually... Uh, I think the second Christmas I would worked here at the station, and it was an eight-inch snowfall. Wow! And of course, people started getting called in to work on oh, Christmas the Day. Worst. Yeah, it'd be grateful that you weren't the boss then. Right? How'd you exactly. like to be making those phone calls? Nope. Yeah, calling people. Well, I'm sure there were a lot of people that just didn't answer their phone. Right? Like an idiot. I was new here. Oh no! I was back in the days, Stacy, when I actually cared <laughs> and was still trying to make a good impression believe it or not there once was a time
1: right. when you when you dressed <laughs> when, to impress yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly when I,
0: exactly when i right and i was very concerned about how my bosses felt about me oh, obviously cute. those days have long <laughs> you know, since obviously. passed yes. um but yeah so i answered the phone and i remember i you know i came in everybody was like how could this have happened you know it's like so but, you were
1: doing traffic yes okay
0: yeah and and because it was you know a big big mess on the roads and Look, it's Christmas Day. I mean, people are going to try to travel on Christmas Day. They are going to try to get to grandmother's house over the river through Through the woods woods. and (laughs) through the eight inches of snow, uh, whatever it takes. So that's one that I I definitely remember, uh, that record that happened back in 2002. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners, viewers actually probably uh, remember that as well. Now, the reason – it's one thing for us to say – we're not going to have a white Christmas mm-hmm. there is a there is obviously you know a, a weather reason behind it a meteorological reason behind it, and it's our good friend high pressure
1: <laughs> yes
0: yeah you know it's just going be a, love <laughs> yeah it, it's going to be a, a strong ridge of high pressure and uh, you know a ridge of high pressure like the one that we're going to have uh, leading into next week and leading up to the holiday not only will it bring us some warm temperatures but it's for lack of a better term they almost act like a force field yes you know, really. That's
1: good. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And when you get a big dome of high pressure, like if this was uh, June, let's say that we're talking about late June, like we're just about ready for the start of summer. Mm-hmm. This exact same weather pattern, it would bring us beautiful weather. Beautiful. I mean, yeah, beautiful. Yes. It would be sunny and probably about 81, 82. Yes. You know, nothing ridiculously right. hot. Um, so we're just going to get into it. No it's storms coming through. No storms coming through. Um. yeah, it's the exact same weather pattern, but of course it's just happening in December when the sun isn't nearly as strong. We'll talk more about that in a minute because the sun is uh, set up so far to our south in terms of its position with the earth. So as a result, it's going to be beautiful weather here, but the highs are going to be upper 40s to near 50 degrees. So a lot cooler because it's December stands to reason, but uh, it's that big, strong ridge of high pressure. It's just it's not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: definitely not a white Christmas's friend.
0: No, it's not. And it's it's an unusual pattern because normally, not only is it going to be quiet here, but wanted to mention this because we were talking about this in our our morning meeting. For those, you know, we have a meeting every morning here at the station where we kind of talk about weather and the stories of the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, Stacey plays a big part in that. And we were talking about, you know, not only is it going to be quiet here, but
1: quiet across the country. Across the country. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I guess a lot of news organizations across the country are saying bummer. Yeah, as far as you know, right? Having 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 sexy weather, weather, yeah. Having sexy weather weather to cover, right? Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but what great news for travelers? Absolutely. You know, for for those folks that have to fly, right? You know, one of the the big areas that uh, if there's weather and there's, you know, it's Chicago. Okay, one of the biggest hubs across the United States, Chicago. One of the other biggest hubs in the United States. Denver, Denver yeah. yeah so that's the United's biggest hub is Denver mm-hmm. so so many people get their travel plans boogered up here right over Christmas because there's weather in Chicago or weather in Denver and either one has a domino effect on the entire grid right and uh, so I've been looking at uh, both Denver and Chicago here all week and it looks pretty quiet so for you folks that are getting on an airplane and uh, heading out to visit grandma and grandpa or whatever you got going on or your kids um, I think, by and large, weather shouldn't be too much of a factor. Yeah, which is good news.
1: I, I, I love it. Yeah, I would much prefer people to be safe. Right. Than we get some extra clicks on our website. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Contr- well, you know, contrary to popular belief.
0: Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Yes. Hey, listen. You know, we could do an entire show on how we have a responsibility and a duty. Right. To call it like we see it. I know everybody thinks that we're in cahoots with the grocery stores, at work in cahoots with the Stroman the Stroman Bread Company, the Pennsylvania Dairy Association, the Dairy Association. you know, whatever. <laughs> the milk and yeah, bread. right. Exactly. Everybody thinks that we get kickbacks.
1: Listen, yeah. if I'm in cahoots with anybody, it's the liquor stores. Right.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. That that's that's a fair fair point to make there. Stacey Hanrahan. Um, we're not. And, it, it, you know, we really have that duty to call it like we see it and and not, dare I say it, overhype Absolutely. things. You know what I mean? So we've got to call it like we see it. Um, so, yeah. We, we, <laughs> while it may be uh, somewhat disappointing in terms of eyeballs on the television screen, not having, you know, a whole lot of weather around heading into uh, the 25th. Uh, It's nice for travelers. Absolutely. All right. So one other thing we wanted to talk about here this week is um, what's going to take place uh, Saturday night, and that is the winter solstice. Yes. And it's an interesting topic because a lot of times I think folks will kind of forget or maybe not know. Here we sit. Now, this is Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not winter yet. (laughs) It's fall.
1: Well, hold on now. Yeah. You're a meteorologist. Right. So actually it is winter.
0: Well, okay, and- and- meteorological winter starts on December 1st. I get that, yeah, right. okay? It's December 1st <laughs> until March 1st. All right, that's meteorological winter, right. okay? Here's the only issue that I have with people getting married to this idea of meteorological winter. How many times do we get snow and really cold weather in March?
1: I know. So come on. Oh, that's the thing. Come on. I know.
0: Okay. We sometimes get some of our biggest snows in March, especially the first two weeks. When was the last time that we were, you know, uh, in t shirt and shorts weather outdoors um, on March March 17th for St. Patty's Day?
1: I can tell you when. Okay. Because it was the year we moved here. Okay. It was 2010.
0: I remember that actually.
1: We were in the parade. Yeah. And I wore a green dress that was yeah. sleeveless. Okay. And I remember Sherry, both of us, we were riding on the old float that right. <laughs> we used to have. Yeah. Um, and I remember sitting next to Sherry, getting to know her, and she's stripping down. She's just right. taking layers off because we did not. Clearly, we I missed really that parade because I would remember that one. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, right.
1: But I'll never forget it. And then, so in my brain, because I grew up in Pittsburgh. But I lived in South Florida for a long time. Right. And then moving up to Harrisburg, I was like, oh, nice. So March is going to be nice and warm every year because you forget living in South Florida for so long. Uh,
0: Fast forward to, I believe it was St. Patty's Day of 2016. And I don't think you were in this parade. How convenient! You were at the parade that was warm. <laughs> yeah, I was at the parade where it snowed. It was snowing and sleeting. We were supposed to ride the segways. Oh, cancel! And we had to cancel them. And we just—it was so ugly. We just walked. Ugh. And I had on a green Phillies hat. And by the time we got done, the front brim of that Phillies hat, I'm not kidding, you had like an inch of snow and no, ice and sleet on it. Yeah. Really? It was that ugly. It was just miserable. You know, the only people that actually showed up for the parade were the ones that were, speaking of which, sticking their heads out the door at the bars in yes. downtown Harrisburg. We'd walk <laughs> right. by the beer, hey, CBS 21, Steve Knight. You know, they're with a <laughs> right, beer in their right. hand. And I'm like, I, can I just come in inside and join right. you guys? Because <laughs> there's literally like eight people at this <laughs> parade. It? Yeah, oh, exactly. No. So, The winter solstice, just for the science behind it, it actually means that's when the sun's rays get as far on the Earth as they go. In fact, uh, all the way down uh, to the Tropic of Capricorn. Capricorn. Yes, yes, the Tropic of Capricorn. So at 11.19 p.m. Saturday night, the Earth's rays will be directly over the Tropic of Capricorn. That marks the winter solstice. Yes. It also means it's, quote-unquote, the shortest day of the year in terms of hours of daylight. Right. The upside is, starting Sunday the days start to get, get a little, a little
1: longer, longer, a little longer, yeah. like
0: a, like a minute a day. Yes, right. Right. We'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what happens is the, the sun eventually works its way back up along the earth to the equator. Right. And that's actually the spring equinox. equinox. Get it. It's when it's on the equator. And then in June, it gets all the way up to the Tropic of Cancer, right. marking the start of summer. So. And that's as far north as the sun gets. Now, sometimes people will ask me, well, Why is it that, you know, when winter officially starts, you would think that would be the coldest time of the year? Right. It's actually not. Nope. Yeah, the coldest time of the year around here on average is.
1: In January and February. Right, in January yeah, and February. Because there's a delay, yep. uh, and it has a lot to do with our oceans and the way that they absorb the sun's energy. So there is a delay in, and this happens in the summer too. Right. The same way as in, you know, the summer solstice will be in June. It's
0: not our hottest time of the year. Right, right.
1: exactly. So there's a, a couple-month delay there where uh, – the the coldest air yeah. uh, here is going to uh, come to us in a couple months. Yeah,
0: what what happens is you know the the Earth's oceans they heat and cool very very, very slow. slowly. Exactly. So if you think about the summer uh, solstice. That's when we have more direct sunlight over top of us than any other time of the year. That one day. That's not our hottest time of the year. Right. Because it takes a while for the ocean to heat up. And that's also why hurricane season isn't until the fall. Because that's when ocean temperatures are kind of at their peak. Right. So think of it as, yes, the burner is on. Yeah. Uh but the burner's on very low. Yes, yeah. So it takes a long time long for things time. to boil. Yeah, yes, exactly. but the burner is on. Right. So that's why it is the winter solstice, and that's why uh, winter officially arrives. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, the one thing we can look forward to, you know, at least it, the days get a little
1: longer, a little bit longer. Yeah. I, yeah. So
0: what's sunset like uh, tomorrow night? I want to say it's like literally like four forty. Something yeah, crazy, 438, it yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something crazy like that. Right. So eventually here, and you know, a lot of times you'll notice that when we get into the heart of winter in January and February, we might get a big snowstorm, mm-hmm. but then we can get a lot of melting done because by then we're at least getting more hours of daylight, more hours of sunlight you know, during the day. Right. A big snowstorm this time of year, man, that stuff would be there
1: forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, picture, okay, so right right now – Around um, uh, this first day of winter, yeah, we're only going to have about nine hours of daylight. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know, and yeah. compare
1: that to fifteen hours of daylight, right. In the in the summer on the opposite end.
0: Yeah, you see, I would think this would be your favorite time of year because,
1: <laughs> I well, because oh, as do, soon as the, as
0: soon as the sun goes down, that's cocktail hour at your house. <laughs> so I would think that you would actually be a fan of this time of year. No, uh,
1: I, you know. Um, I don't need the sun to go down. Oh, okay.
0: New (laughs) revelation. See, I knew this podcast would be entertaining because not only would it hopefully entertain, you know, our viewers and our listeners, but we would learn more about each other that we didn't know when we have these in-depth conversations. Okay. Well, I don't think
1: the bosses will, because I obviously have my bosses. I don't think they're going to listen all the way to the end. We're getting getting close. Yeah.
0: And speaking of which, yeah, we are, we have, uh, we have reached the end here with, we've, uh, you know, it's funny. Time just flies. It does. It really does. These are fun. Aren't they fun?
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I was uh, anxious to get you in on the act here. And uh, I Tom's back next week, so I think Tom will probably be jumping in probably. next week. Uh, if I had to guess, um, we'll probably start talking a little bit about Farm Show Week oh. and what that means weather-wise.
1: Or what people think it means weather Or what people think it
0: means weather-wise. Exactly. <laughs> so... Hey, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. We had a lot of listeners last week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Tom yeah, thanks and Ed, for listening, they everybody. knocked it out of the
0: park. And we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and joining us here on uh, It's Raining Mets. So until next time, I'm meteorologist Steve Knight.
1: And I'm meteorologist Stacy Hanrahan. Thanks for joining
0: us here on It's Raining Mets.